The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Tommy Dreamer, and today it's the Hardcore Country Edition. Mickey James and myself breaking down everything NXT. We're talking schism. Ew! We're talking Wesley. Yay! And we're talking everything that you want to know about WWE and NXT right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Wesley is spitting some rhymes that I cannot. I like it, Wesley. (laughs) You got some bass in your voice. Why? Because that promo was so true. Yeah. Um, And for every one of the doubters, for every one of those people that say that you can't, is that's exactly when you got to say, yes, I can. Um, Enjoyed his promo, man. Solid go home. I was saying before, um, I liked that two people can just have words, mm-hmm. mutual respect, baby face, baby face, mm-hmm. sign a contract. And this is why I'm going to face you. Uh, not always does it have to be good versus bad. Not always, right. you know, I'm highly invested in now Wesley because of his story even more. There are two guys who are going to have one hell of a match, but. Like you said, fear, spirit of the fight mm-hmm. and making that one hell of a championship match. And that you know, promo segment biggest... was probably probably my favorite thing on the show last night because it was so powerful, right? Like, and it was done. So I loved the, you know, Donovan is here. He's coming to join us. What up, Donovan? Um, I love the swiping, you know, coming to because he was Carmelo was signing all night. I love the taking, kicking the leg out and dragging the table out. I was like, that's. You know, and I was wondering, I was like, oh, man, because they're both kind of good guys. They're both baby faces. So how is this? Because even in the beginning part of it, I felt like Carmel, Carmelo was being more like a bad guy. I was going to say a, a curse word, but he's right here. Um, But he was being that. And then so when we got out there and I'm like, oh, man, it was money both on both sides. But I really felt because, you know, we've been the. We've all been there, like of people telling us no, the doubters and the people who said you're never going to make it, you're never going to do this, whatever. Um, and so I felt that promo, like to my core. Um, yeah, it was money. It was money. And then him and Carmelo back and forth, and so it was like a mutual respect with no like, you know, adversity on the way out. I guess. Yes, there's. It's going into a championship uh, fight yeah. with when I wanted to. I teased our little NXT faithful. Um, at times last night's show was hard to watch. 
It was hard to watch because of the lack of the crowd enthusiasm. The good, you listen to that promo and the fans are listening, which is awesome because they're getting the, the valid responses that they want. And sometimes there's a disconnect with some matches and I get it. That's when also talent needs to, because I have been on so many shows where, and I mean, you know this, I watch, I go out there and watch as many matches as I can, but it's also to feel the crowd because I know I'm going to be going on later. And this is on independent Mm -hmm. shows. This is, and I'll be listening. And the whole time, even though I'm doing stuff, I'm listening to the crowd. What are they reacting on? Why aren't they reacting? Mm -hmm. And you have to go out there as a performer to engage these people. Um, some of the matches were going so, so quick that you didn't give the cha- the your audience a time to breathe, to register right. the big moves or, or things like that. Or if the matches were just, you know, they're not hitting hard enough, you know, old school, if you're, the fans think there's holes in your work. You start laying your stuff in or if the match and and there's safe ways to hit people and hit people hard, you know, from chops to hits across the back to clubs across the chest. um, There's different ways to do it in a safe way or, and I know this is hard because, you know, again, it's reps. You sometimes got to ditch your game plan when your game plan isn't working. And mm-hmm. that's in and that's the sports part of the sports entertainment, because hey, we have may have all this I, laid out, but it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't yes. think they're learning that anymore. I don't. I feel like they are learn like, and this is not just there. I think this is across the board. I feel like this is this new kind of style that's been more gravitated to being taught is like this. A to Z. So they, there's no on the fly of something happens. There's no idea of what to do in that situation because that's not the way they're learning. I anyway. agree. And it's, but I don't, and I, and then I hear this argument of like, oh, well, this is the new style. Well, I'm telling you, this new style is not working because you hear the people, you see the people. And this is not, this is across the board on television, on all matches. You see, I see the people and I'm like, they're sitting down. And if they're sitting down, then they're not invested, you know? So why, what are we doing that's losing that disconnection with the people that has them on their feet, that has them want to see you get your ass kicked? Where is that part? Like, what is that? Where's the heat? Where is the love? Huh? You know? Right. Well, that's on, my question, D. On WWE you know, live events, you'll see more mm-hmm. interactions with people where they Absolutely. can go out there and right. learn. Um, it, it's... It's also going to be, I agree what you're saying. I also agree because of how people are being trained. Uh-huh. It's coming from. This is more of that, my conversation about that. This is, this is how people are being trained across yes. the board. It's not a, an indictment on any, uh, like NXT, AEW, WWE across the board. I think like independence when I go and stuff like that. Um, and that's, I don't know. I feel like that that part of it, and unless they're seasoned veterans or whatever, that is like, really helping that younger talent to learn that and to understand why that's so important. It, they're just glossing over it and they're just thinking about, and I can watch the matches. I watch these matches a lot of times and I don't say this a lot, but so I'm just telling you, um, and I'm, I can just see that there is no emotion on the in-betweens. It's literally 
this thing to the this thing to the this thing to the this thing and there's nothing like the in between is gone and i'm like where i need that as a fan i need that because you, otherwise i'm just lost it's acknowledging a great thing that just happened or a unique thing mm-hmm. that just happened and you know if I go to baseball. Hey, we got, you know, a guy, a guy gets a single. He runs to the base. What does he do? Yes, he'll high five uh, the coach. He'll pat him on the ass or he'll high five somebody. If a run scores, he'll fist pump. He'll do it. That's acknowledgement. That's mm-hmm. acknowledgement that I just accomplished something. Football, right. you have a great play. The guy, you know, the running back could run. Um, maybe he goes 15 yards. You hear first down, the crowd you know, says first down, his players pick him up, they pat him, they give him like hits on the head. Um, These are acknowledgments for a great play that you just did. Mm -hmm. And then we have to go on because we still haven't scored a touchdown yet. So I'm just trying to let the nation as well as I know a lot of independent wrestlers listen as well. And as a lot of, uh, you know, wrestlers that are within the company, listen, Mm -hmm. Uh, and within a company, I mean, impact uh, AEW across the board. And these are those moments that I I agree where I see where it's going, but then what's going to happen is the business will drop Mm -hmm. and we don't want the business to drop. So that's where the vets and other people will be like, Hey, we got to do this because I was in the WWE when the business had dropped and they were like, Hey, what do we got to do to get people? And then you will have people step up and help get it back to where it's going because Mm -hmm. once business is affected, then it's all hands on deck. And, you know, I also think when we go back to training um, and, you know, I am very, very critical because I, I want the best out of myself, but out of others, Mm -hmm. but this sugarcoating things, or it has to, it has to come to an end if you want a perfect like match or performance or, hey, you did this, this, and this. I always go, here's the bad things that you did. This, this, but then here's the good things that you did. Get mm-hmm. rid of those because your matches continue. You can't just, I told you this all the time. I used to hate when I would come back through the curtain, they would tell me nothing. They would mm-hmm. tell me nothing because I hit my time and my boss, Vince McMahon, he could either care less about me or he didn't be like, oh, what's wrong? Right. So I never got the, most... the you don't get the pat on the back. No, or you don't get the you just get hey, it was good. Nothing. Yeah. I, so I did everything perfect. So if I did everything perfect, how come I'm not the world champion? Right. I got a lot. of. I mean, I'd get thumbs up or whatever, but I never got like a standing clap. I never got any of that. I just got like a thumbs up or a look up and the thumbs up for the most part. Well, that's because um, even when I asked, I was like, oh, was yeah, it was great. Uh... But it's so, it's so because you go like, oh, man, wait, because I want that feedback even still now. I mean, I want the feedback of like because I'm picking myself apart. So I just know I'm super critical on myself. Well, on, I'm the worst. And so. It, no, you're not the worst, but that's you're you're one of the best. And that's why you are one of the best. And you will come to me or Scott, your boss. In a heartbeat, you'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And then and be like, you sure you, that looks fine? I was like, yeah. And if it did, I'd be like, it looked like the shits. And then be like, ugh. Or I'd be like, but the people didn't mind. Or 
we'll make a joke about it. Mm-hmm. And then we move forward because you're also at that place in your career as well. But I mean, hell, I don't even know if you wrestle anymore, Nikki. I'm trying to get you to come back to work, basically. I've Impact 1000. I went to the oh, gym the yesterday. Gun show. Feeling good. <laughs> MMA Today. Tatiana Suarez. She joins us now. I'm looking at what could be next for you. By process of elimination, there's not a whole lot of other options for the UFC at 115. Have you talked to the UFC about that? Is that what you want next? I do want that next. I'm not one of those people who is like picking and choosing who they fight. I just say, I want to fight everybody that's the best. I'm not scared of that. I want to do that. I mean, that's like things I embrace because I want to be known as the best. So... I have to beat the bus in order to be the bus. Tuesdays through Thursdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. If you're on a GLP-1, you're probably loving the results. But how do you feel? All of those side effects can take a toll. So now what? Get to GNC. We'll help with solutions to address those side effects and keep you going on your journey. GNC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I love the fact that the convicted uh, felon slash murderers of the family are the baby faces. Um <laughs> That was a great crowd. And then from there, it petered off. Um, right. Had me very, very invested into the show. Don't know if it was because of a specific match. Um, but 
It was at times silent. And this is what Mickey and I are talking about. Mickey, during our commercial break, went on a lovely, lovely, uh, her own Mickey James rant about schism. <laughs> Not a fan of the word. So, I can't uh, with it. I can't. And it's unfortunate because I like everybody involved. I just don't like the name. I hate it so much. It's a turnoff. And it's, it's a massive turnoff. Every time the word come is, it comes when, every time it's said, and I know it's not what that word means, but I feel like this is a representation of, of wrestling and our audience that I feel that about 80% of the audience is thinking the same thing I'm thinking. And every time they say the word, they're all going, ew, <laughs> ew. What is it? What is it? And I know Andre, you looked it up before during the break, and it means a split, which makes sense. I'm sure some hipster came up with this uh, this cool name, and really now they're they're clinging to it because I'm just like I don't love it at all. I like the idea of everything that it is, but even when I go like, okay, well, what is a schism? And are these guys schismy? I don't really know. Is do they seem schismy to you, Tommy? Um, and Ava's in, involved and I love Ava so much. And then I'm like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to hate it. I want to love it. And I like the masks and all the thing and the leader and, and the whole thing, the package is cool. I hate the name. I hate it so much. The, and I'm sorry. What, I apologize I to everyone involved. Me, I would think of Raven's flock. Yeah. Where Billy Kidman was always scratching because he had some sort of dermatitis. Yeah, like a, yeah. a gross type of people, people who are unhinged, people like who are outcasts, like correct. Um a Quasimodo in there. Um just all kinds of like real serious outcasts. I think that would resonate with me more because even, you know, the tag team, and they're great and they're great wrestlers, but I was like, oh, you know. I don't feel like they're gross or like when I, they, their name, they don't match what this name is to me. And I'm sorry, whoever I'm, I'm sorry, everyone about this. I feel, I'm, I'm not sorry because this is my, I mean, ever since it debuted, ever since it's been my same across the board, I don't understand. And I don't understand. Can I say a word that has that same effect on a lot of people that I know? And maybe this will be their new tag team. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Moist. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> For some reason, Ugh. that gets Ugh. that reaction. When it, it used to be to describe a nice, like a perfect cake. cake. It a was delicious moist. cake. And then Ugh. now, for somehow, some it's reason, it has become like, <laughs> <laughs> My stomach actually like, well, like kind of like pancaked. Right there. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Not a fan of schism or moist. I don't like the name. I don't. I loved the match. I thought the match was awesome. Um, it was a great way to kick off the show. You know, I mean, I thought that was powerful. And I'm like, you're right. They had them there, that whole thing. The one thing I will say is that we know that Tony D'Angelo, he did that stomp. He does the stomps. He goes through the legs. Boom. Hits the stomps. Ging, ging, ging. Here comes the other partner. He gets double both of them with the stomps with yes. the grabbing the legs and the stomps. And this is an agent thing more than anybody, but why did we see the, like several talent do that afterwards? Like do the grab the legs and then do that. If that's his signature thing, do we not, is that not a thing? Repetitiveness, uh, As, repetitive, repetitiveness throughout the show. 
And yes, but it's also not an, fair to him because that's his thing. So as your brother or sister in the locker room, like I do think like we're supposed to like, you know. And so you don't get heat. You need to then go to the office and say, hey, this is kind of my move. Can you right. make sure people don't move? Because guaranteed when Randy Orton used to do the stomp, nobody else would do the stomp. No. For the longest time, uh, still think it's pretty much taken care of across the board. The good old cutter was never to be used outside of Randy Orton until Matt mm -hmm. Riddle did it. And now we have the Cody cutter. But besides all that, that mood was very, very protective within the WWE. And I think it's, well, and I think it's powerful to protect it once it starts to get over in this thing, like the stomp thing, it's pretty, like, I felt like the people love it and they, it's, it's, they react to it. So if it becomes something of your thing or whatever, I do think it's important that it's protected, especially if they're going to, if that's the champion and that's someone that you're going to have, you know, at, then represent the company on the brand. Like we all have in our repertoire, I mean, a lot of people have a lot more, but I always say five things that you can do to anyone out of anywhere that the people automatically, they know that's your stuff, right? Like five cool things. And so I feel like the, at least those five things, maybe not everybody should do, right? And then that's not just, and I don't know that that should have to be told. If it's like a signature thing, it shouldn't really have to be told because usually that person, someone would go, hey, do you mind if I use a tornado DDT? And I'm like, I don't, how are you doing? Like out of the corner? Hell no, I don't care. You know what I mean? More on the girls locker room because I'm in the girls locker room. Um, I don't know that a guy. Oh, yeah, actually, guys have come up. Well, to even if a, if a girl in that you're I mean, I know you're come back, but if a if a you're in the corner and you grab a girl by her legs and then you do the head scissors thing that mm -hmm. you do. That's a signature Mickey James thing that you did. Somebody should not do that. If Mickey James is on the show or right. Mickey James is, uh, you know, your champion or Mickey James. Cause certainly then, if I'm your champion, someone else should not do that. Right. I don't know if how I'm many... on your show. It's if, if we're on different shows or you don't, you know what I mean? You don't know me and you can't really ask me if you can use it at this point. A lot of talent, a lot of people use that her Karana, by the way, who was, which was shown to me and Melina and Jillian Hall when we were in OBW by Ivory. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Bully Ray. Do you know who I am? I talk pro wrestling, and I play rock and roll. Yeah! Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. It's Wednesday! You know what that means! The only place to party is Busted Open After Dark. With me, Uncle Bully, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation 156 and on the SXM app. We have been blessed with the presence of Giselle Shaw. Good morning, you're, darling. You're, good morning. You're I'm welcome, so, Mickey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Although I feel like that might have been trademarked, so I can't say thank you. But oh, I'm just right. saying I'm so happy to see you. It's been a minute since I've seen you. I've talked to I you. Know. We have so much to catch up on. You're doing amazing. I love the Shaw Taraj. I will say that. So fun. Sean Taraj, Sean Taraj, darling. So, Shaw, Tra Shaw Taraj. That's what I said. Sean, Sean Taraj. Sean Taraj. Not Shaw Taraj. No, with an oh. N. Sean like, Taraj. Sean Taraj. Sean Taraj. It's hard when like you're also yeah, Canadian. So, it's hard to it's, pronounce. It's a Canadian. Right, yeah. 
I yeah. feel like Shaw Fry just it's, rolls it's hard off to the pronounce tongue. these things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say that's, all, that's why we have Matt Raywalds okay. and Tom right. Hannafin, you know, just, just say these things. <laughs> but I've missed you. I've missed you so much. I haven't I seen missed you in a long you too. time. I do love talking to you. Always, so. always. Thank and you I for having me. I appreciate it, you guys. Oh my gosh, always. We love you. I'm blessed to have Giselle in my life. When you said uh, happy to be I love Giselle. I'll always love seeing her. Her and I uh, are, are super tight, uh, beyond a positive person, and happy for all of her success. Recently, you did something. If you could tell us uh, another great accomplishment for yourself, uh, yes. what you just did. I, I did. So um, Windsor Essex Pride Fest, actually, here in my hometown of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. I was named as uh, one of the co-ambassadors this year, so that's two years in a row now that I've been an ambassador for Pride, and I just really love, you know, giving back to the community because it's important to me that I shed, you know, a spotlight on and the important things, you know, like the Pride and um, that the people in the community are targets of violence and discrimination and all that stuff. And you know, it's very important for me as a member of the community to be, you know, uh, just showing people that. Like you said, Tommy, love is love. And, you know, that hopefully one day we become a society where that's just a normal thing. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, whatever. Right. I'm always, yeah, right. whatever about everything. So I think that's why. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but, Either that or no, I'm dead inside. So I haven't, uh, I haven't decided yet. Oh, oh, no, you're not. We know you're not. You're like emotionless. And gritty on the inside. <laughs> I am, Screaming I on the inside. Let's keep yeah. up my hardcore image. Mickey, field some questions. <laughs> I know it's been so long. I mean, how did that, you said it's their second year and I know you were the ambassador for the parade or whatever, but how does it feel uh, honestly um, to go back home and then to be put in the spotlight and to be able to not just to represent your community and your town, but you know, how far you've come even in your own journey, you know, like, I think that's really, really powerful. And, and it's really cool. I think when we as wrestlers get to do things outside of wrestling that are thing, but I don't often think that we, um, show or at least in the wrestling community we show how important and how impactful that is um in the community as a whole um because it was you know you took a long journey and your own journey just to get to the space to be able to stand up and say you know this is who i am and to stand in that in power and not feel like you had to make yourself smaller when you said it right so right. um and that's just from my personal conversations with you so i'm sure that from you know, your personal relationships with a lot of people back home or however they had grown or not grown or whatever. And that to be able to come back and do that, it's a really powerful moment. I mean, were you nervous? How did, how, how did you feel? Um, so I feel obviously honored and, you know, so just so grateful that I've been chosen as one of the co-ambassadors because um, like you said, I haven't really, uh, I've disclosed my story until last year in Toronto Pride. And it's something that I, you know, never really wanted to talk about to people because in wrestling, I just wanted to prove myself as, you know, Giselle the wrestler, my gender, my race, my whatever has got nothing to do with wrestling. So, you know, for me, it was like, you know, make a name for yourself um, through wrestling. Because if you're going to judge me, you judge me because it's either I'm good or bad in the ring. And, you know, and, and, and last year, it's just that realizing that I have this platform with Impact Wrestling, you know, it has such a huge reach that... I'm influencing people. I'm inspiring people. But for me to be able to inspire people, I need to accept myself first and foremost. So I think that was so important for me to tell my story. And, you know, like 
I never really even wanted the whole, uh, for me, that's like the whole ambassador thing. You know, it was like, hey, like I just wanted to show my support and stuff and whatever. And then they go, oh my gosh, like you would be a perfect person for this. And I go, oh, okay, cool. Because, um, you know, with the platform, like I said, it has such huge reach that inspiring people, educating people, you know, like I have that voice that people normally wouldn't have. So to do it two years in a row, is just amazing. And to do it in my hometown, you know, and I'm really new here as well in Windsor, Ontario. So it's just been two years that I've been living here and it's just incredible. You know, it's, it's so incredible. And I do love helping people. I know that I'm not the nicest person on TV. However, you know, I feel like that's like, that's wrestling and Giselle, the person is all about, you know, giving back and what can I do to help um, people? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off of, you know, the heels of one of Impact Wrestling's m- largest attended shows we had in uh, Windsor, which always makes us feel great as performers because that Windsor crowd brought it. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow we have uh, Impact on Access Television, and then there's the multiverse right around the corner on Sunday. Um, I, I know you... You're not wrestling on this Thursday, Savannah. You're in Savannah's yeah. corner. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, multiverse. I don't, I know you'll be in attendance. I don't know if you're wrestling. I got to follow yeah. up on that. Yeah. You know what? So, Diana threw a challenge to Julia for multiverse. And I don't know. I think there's like this trend or something where you just challenge people and then, you know, like randomly. So, I obviously intervened because nobody steals my spotlight, darling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll, I challenged Julia as well. And, you know, I don't know, there's rumblings. Apparently she responded and there's another person named Momo that wants to throw her name as well in that little basket. And I'm thinking, you know what? Management hasn't confirmed anything. So I feel like I'm going to take this opportunity to really call out now the management of Impact Wrestling and New Japan. Hello, I know you're listening. So this is the quintessential diva Giselle Shaw. And please, you know, we've shown you the first multiverse that the women can bring it and we delivered. So please make this happen so that we can show you that we've done it. We can do it again. And the card is already stacked. Adding the women here is a must see. So you'll never regret it. Uh, I agree. I have learned one thing from uh, good old Scott Demore that wrestlers can't make matches, but on social media, wrestlers still do for some reason. So uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to try to figure out a happy balance there. Well, Go ahead. you know, the, the the match as well for Emergence in Toronto, Ontario, not my hometown, but my home country, uh, coming August 27th. Um, again, people, are, you know, I was, Savannah and myself, were actually confirmed for the match to challenge MK Ultra, and then yet again wrestlers going behind you know management's back, whatever, trying to add insert themselves into the match, and now it's a four way tag match. Like, wait, what? What's what's happening here? Is this a trend? Actually, I saw that. I is really... this the trend? And if it is, I don't like it. <laughs> Santino, I feel Santino got a little uh, uh, pressured into that situation. Mm. Exactly. You know what? Management's a come. So maybe I'll pressure. My turn. My turn to pressure now. Make this a four-way match at Multiverse 2, please. Management. management. A lot of stuff going on. You know what I think the cool thing is, um, especially with New Japan? New Japan has always been a male-dominated 
company uh-huh. yeah. uh, didn't have uh, a women's division for the longest time. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, I talked about China when China went there for the first time and was wrestling Chono. You have no clue what a big deal that was within that country. And now, you know, with um, Mercedes going there and having, you know, opening the doors for so- where it's becoming standard on big shows like this, that they do have a women's match, which is very, very cool that, you know, society, like you said, needs to grow and uh-huh. we always need change. And I'm happy uh-huh. that is happening. So the women continue to shine because you, you mentioned for, uh, women that can go in the ring. I'm looking at two of them that can go in the ring. And it's just a a great accomplishment that New Japan and is just like, forget about how it is in the States. It's it's commonplace, which is great, but it took a long time to get there. I'm looking at Nikki James who had to go through that struggle to get there. And then, uh, you know, now with New Japan that that's happening, I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Your thoughts? Well, hopefully, right, that, like you said, right, it's not a normal thing to have women on the show because for the longest time it is a male-dominated industry company. So what we're doing is that hopefully with these matches, banger matches, by the way, uh, that they would continually see that it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, it's like, this is not just like a, like a, like a special match, a novelty match, you know? It's just like, you know what? Like, we want the women here because they, like, we, they can go. And Mickey was there the first time, you know, front and center. She was there at the commentary booth and we delivered, you know? And I don't know, like, what did you see, Mickey? Well, I always, you know, I take pride in the women's division, especially the knockouts division. And Mm -hmm. I always think that the women go out there and kill it. Like, we go out there and kill it. And if we're, whether we're given... And I think that's just been a testament or has always been trying to been at least my MO, whether I'm given five minutes or 20 minutes, you want to make sure that they're like, it's awesome. That whole thing. And I think all the girls and possibly because we feel like we have to prove ourselves even still, you you know, that we still, and especially in this position, like with the new Japan um, involved, because they don't use the women and they haven't for so long. Like, it's almost like it's still going back to that, uh, okay, we have to prove that not only we belong here, but why they need us. And so you want to make sure that it's not just your best performance just for you, but for uh, the future of the women's division, hopefully there, you know? Um, So I think a four-way would be awesome. Obviously, I love the idea of the Multiverse United shows. I think they're amazing. And, you know, the Forbidden Door, it's not as popular anymore, but like that whole thing of like seeing these cross brands of people kind of interacting that you wouldn't, normally Uh and it's exciting because you're going to see these once in a lifetime type of matches you know i think i always think it's awesome and i think it's important um and that's why i go like oh i don't think we should have to be saying please at this point i think it's important on both sides that the women are a part of the show in some capacity yeah and i hope it's you i hope you get your four-way sis thank you (laughs) yeah um talking about your platform uh if you could tell us your experience you were recently you and gail kim on the super competitive team mickey hasn't been a part of it uh (laughs) canada's amazing race that's correct the amazing race canada okay so Uh yeah so gail and i are um current participants hold on they are current participants and tommy i could not be a part of it because i am not canadian Oh. Maybe, she's, maybe he's talking about Blink Empire. I didn't know that. 
I don't do it Maybe right. Maybe that's why they didn't answer my any of my calls. My fingers are too fat to make the heart. It just makes a V. Sorry. Weird. Your, your finger blocked out your entire screen. I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, <laughs> she's like, hey, wait, what? Wait. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, so Gail and I, you know, were, oh, not were, are uh, current participants of season nine, The Amazing Race Canada. And it has been, well, no pun intended, amazing. You know, we met such amazing... <laughs> Here we go again. Amazing people. And, you know, you like everyone has so, so many different stories and different platforms, you know, that why they're racing that uh, it's, it's, it's been so incredible. And it was really, really hard. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm oh, not going I'm to sure lie. It was. Yeah. When they, you know, when you see it on TV as a civilian and you're just there and you're like, oh, come on, you're screaming at the TV. Cause I'm like, why is this person so dumb? Like, why, you know what I mean? It's right there. It's right there. But when you're in the race, it's like, you have race brain, we call it. And, you know, it can be scaring you in the face and you're just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like I went down a building three times because I couldn't find the word. And, you know, it was really, really high and I had to rep- Pal down, like face down, feet on the building. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know what? Like, uh, I feel like if you rush through things, that's when you miss things. And that's what I uh-huh. did. And I was just like, I'm like, let's just get down the building. And I'm like, oh my God, like, where is it? You know, but you know, it, it, it's been incredible. And, um, you know, and I, and I got to share, you know, weeks uh, with Gail. And I, you know, she's someone that I've looked up to growing up and, you know, being sharing the same locker room with her is a dream. Spending three weeks with her and actually getting to know her personally on a deeper level, it's like, whoa, like I'm hanging out with Gail freaking Kim. And I always tell her, Gail freaking Kim, remind yourself, hello. How do you think your relationship with Gail, because Gail is obviously the leader of the knockouts and, you know, sure. how has that relationship grown, changed or whatever ever since doing, you know, the show and, and have having to... Ha- you know, film this because you guys have to do so, it together. It's a team teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she and I actually, you know, our bond, I feel like has grown uh, bigger, stronger. And just we were locked in a room together. Like that's how, like, you know, it's like you don't go to a hotel and everyone's like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. Like everyone has separate hotels. Like you're locked with this person. And like during training week, uh, it was like one week of her and I just in the room. Uh, we weren't allowed out by the way. So we just had to stay in the room, order in whatever. And, you know, it's like, it's like these moments that you get to talk about, like when you go to work, you don't have time to really talk, but just work because mm-hmm. everyone's so busy. Everyone's on the go. So I think this is an opportunity. This was an opportunity for Gail and myself to just really like, who is Gail Kim and who is, you know, Giselle, not the performer, but Giselle, the person. Right. Ultimate goal. Because we got uh we got the big one coming up uh you know like you say emergence, then we got victory road, uh we got the one thousandth episode, we got a big mm-hmm. meet and greet up in White Plains, and then it's uh bound for glory, which is one of Ooh. the biggest pay per views of the year. Yes, I know. Would I say um your ultimate goal is the knockouts championship? Of course, I feel like if they came to Impact Wrestling or even if they're not in impact wrestling and they're saying that the knockouts world championship is not their goal. Like, you know, I'm going to call your bluff. Like that's, that's a total lie. Uh, I feel like we all get into this business to be the best of the best. And you know, that's been my motto 
since day one. Uh, and I feel like maybe hopefully one day I will be knockouts world champion. Um, but also one of, you know, in emergence, I have a shot for the knockouts world tag team championship with Savannah. So, you know, I think one step at a time, I don't know where I'm going to end up, but that's definitely in my sights constantly because I feel like if you don't have any goals in life, then like, what are you even doing? And of course we could see you each and every Thursday on impact. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, we love you. I love you. Um, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show and being today's Women of Wednesday. I'm yes. Tommy Dreamer. She's Mickey James, and that was our very own Giselle Shaw from Impact Wrestling right here on Busted Open. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.